0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning from January 25th, 1911, Part 3, pages 70 through 72. January 25th, 1911, Part 3. One important problem is how we are to reconcile individual initiative and obedience. Our way of life demands that people be able to act independently and appropriately according to the occasion, but on the other hand, that people be conscious of their religious commitment, able to unite initiative and independence with humble, perfect obedience, and flexible enough to adapt themselves to the rest of the community. Little good can result from a situation in which a superior wants to do everything himself, does not trust other people, but tries to make decisions about every tiny detail. A superior should have enough modesty and humility to delegate various tasks to others. Once he has selected capable people, he should allow them to act freely within the framework of their delegated authority, The superior general should even require local superiors to show initiative and a certain independence of action. The proper task of the superior general is to supervise and coordinate everything and everyone. He should try to encourage and help everyone, to advise them, if necessary, to make sure that each person and task is moving along the right track. He should direct and coordinate everything in such a way that, it may lead to the greater glory of God and serve the needs of the church and the salvation of souls. We will have to deliberate again and again with the help of our Lord how best to reconcile personal initiative and independence of action with humility, docility, and obedience. The most important attribute of a good superior should be his intimate union with God not only in prayer, but also in the performance of his duties as he goes about his work. Only when he is able to rise above the here and now and look at everything from the perspective of eternity will he learn to evaluate all things properly and weigh and decide matters impartially in the light of God's greater glory. Only then will he be capable of governing others according to the will of God, because he will desire nothing other than the fulfillment of God's will in all things. The superior should himself be the model of all the virtues. He should be the first to do whatever he tells or commands others to do. His words will carry weight only when they are backed by good example. His subjects will listen to him only when they see him practicing in his own life what he preaches for the edification of others. An ardent love for the congregation and for all of its members, for our Mother, the Holy Catholic Church, and for all people, should occupy first place among the various virtues required of a superior. He should try to be all things to all men and to be prepared, if need be, to give his life for the church and for his community. He should mortify and control his passions so that they would not influence him or cloud his mind. And he should maintain a tranquility of spirit in all things and never make decisions until he has regained his inner peace. Non in commotione spiritus dei. The Spirit of God cannot be felt in commotion And restlessness. He should unite kindness and amiability with energy and the necessary strictness and firmness of spirit. He should not permit anything to divert him from whatever he thinks will promote the greater glory of God and please him most. Let him advance toward our common goal with patience and perseverance without succumbing to any fear of danger or becoming disheartened in the face of obstacles and difficulties. In the third part of this entry, Blessed George reflects on reconciling individual initiative with obedience. Often, God sends talented people to a religious community. They have strong ideas on how to evangelize and how to lead people to Christ— These ideas need to be balanced with the needs of the community and obedience to superiors. More than once in the history of the religious life, talented people have left the community because of disagreements. Sometimes those who broke away bear fruit in their new endeavor. At other times, however, the unfettered talents led to all kinds of problems for the priest, for others. Blessed George also reflects on the importance of superiors delegating tasks to others. There is a certain hierarchy in a religious community. The superior general oversees everything. Therefore, he shouldn't micromanage things. There should be observed a subsidiarity, which means that those on the local level know the problems better than the central government, and they should normally be left the space to resolve problems locally. Blessed George speaks of the most important attributes of a superior. He should be a man of prayer. He should be united with God in his work. And he speaks of evaluating all things from the light of eternity. And this will give the superior the proper perspective when he makes decisions. Superiors should also be models of all the virtues. This means that they should be practicing the virtues and doing a daily examination of conscience so that they can work on the virtues and eradicate the vices. He also speaks of a love for the congregation, for the church, and for all people. And superiors should have a tranquil spirit in order to see the movement of God in the midst of the difficulties of life. He shouldn't make decisions when his spirit is uh, worked up. He also speaks of perseverance and courage these are important uh, attributes of superiors as well <clears throat> so let's pray for the superiors of religious communities their lives are not easy just like bishops they have it tough so we'll pray for their perseverance need a miracle Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, Grant me the grace, and here mention your intention. For which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org journal. That's thedivinemercy.org journal. Blessed George, pray for us.